Welcome everyone. This is Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits and Plant Profits is probably brought to you by Protus Global. We're in Miami, Florida and South Beach to be specific. And we're at the Benzinga Capital Conference 2023. And my guest today on the show is Mr. Jim Sanfilippo. He is the CEO of Vist Labs. And Jim and I met actually at the conference just oh, 72 hours ago, something like that, very recently. We had this very energetic conversation and he's doing some very interesting work for the cannabis community. And uh, Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bern. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> absolutely, man. After that conversation we had, you know, I, absolutely, I wanted to have you here. Now, tell me, what have you been doing for the last 35 years? Last 35 years? Well, you know, started in the family business yeah. uh, right out of college. Uh, yeah. My brother and I, you know, all through high school, had built equipment, packaging equipment, and, right. you know, for our nut company. Yeah. And uh, over the years. What kind of nut? All kinds? Yeah, nuts and snack foods. Yeah, okay. primarily, uh, you know, peanuts, Nick mixed nuts, you know, trail mixes. For major CPG companies? Yeah, for major CPGs, private label and, and CPGs. Yeah. Okay. The name of the company is John B. Sampley Bowen Son. Okay. And, uh, you know, publicly traded on the NASDAQ. Yeah. And so we grew up in the nut business and yeah. my dad had always, you know, taught us, you know, the mechanical, you know, aspect of, you know, the plants and building machinery, electrical. To support the plant. Yep, to yeah. support the plant. And, yeah. And so we started building can lines right out of college. Okay. And uh, we developed a technology called MAP, Modified Atmosphere Packaging. Okay. And developed a technology called dual laminar flow where we could gas flush any package with very, very low oxygen levels, parts per million oxygen level. So it's and, nothing in that package. Yeah, there's no, no, no <laughs> oxygen yeah. in the right. So right. removing oxygen, displacing it with nitrogen right. and or an inert gas, it quadruples the shelf life. So nuts by themselves were, would rancidify in 90 days. Right. But with our MAP technology, we could get between a year and 18 months of shelf life and really capture that fresh out of the roaster flavor, yeah. and we would put it in a gas flush can or a pouch or a, uh, a jar, you know, within six hours of, uh, of coming out of the roaster, and we would capture the essence of this fresh roasted nuts. Yeah. Um, now, this is, you, your dad was, he started his business. Yep, so, yep. okay. The business family. And then you and your brother yep. got involved through just being, growing up in the business. Yep, right? growing up in the business. And we, yeah. and everybody's a scientist in your house. Yep, right. exactly. An engineer, a scientist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was food, food science, food engineering uh -huh. undergrad, and then uh, went on in, into finance uh, later. But, uh, yeah. you know, so we converted the whole nut industry out of vacuum cans into our dual laminar flow gas flush. Give me an example of a package that years ago I would have picked up. Yeah. And it would have been, yep, right. Can of mix nuts. Yeah, can that's right. And now it's, now, now it's all atmospherically packaged with a, a nitrogen environment yeah. using our, our technologies that uh, we have, geez, about 100 patents on various technologies, including 30 patents in MAP. What's the advantage of that versus the old packaging? Well, vacuum cans are very expensive. They're okay. heavy, they're thick because they have to sustain a you know high negative pressure. Right. And so we lightweighted the uh, the whole nut industry and, and then ultimately the infant formula and pharmaceutical industry got a hold of us and, and bankrolled us very early on in our careers. I was maybe two or three years out of college we were given millions of dollars from these pharma companies to develop this technology for infant formula, antibiotics, injectable drugs. Yeah. So we went across the world converting 
infant formula, converting pharmaceutical and medical plants into this very high-spec modified atmosphere system. And then we went back in the food and yeah. did it with meat and cheese and Meat and coffee. Yeah, that's, that's all you? That's all your technology? The, the old vacuum cans? Yeah. The Folgers uh, vacuum right. cans? All yeah. those are now in thin wall, pla high barrier plastic because, uh, you know, vacuum cans were very expensive. Now, I read somewhere that you and your brother, do you guys have like 175, 180 patents? Yeah, collectively. Yeah. Across, yeah. The, across, across the globe. To, across, across, uh, across the globe uh -huh. in, in various technologies, in thermoform technologies, flexible packaging, modified atmosphere packaging. Yeah. Um, you know, the delivery systems and equipment systems to deliver, you know, high spec modified atmosphere. And so we got into cannabis about uh, 36 months ago. We knew really? only three years ago, uh, yeah, about, about three years ago. Okay. We, we dabbled and, and learned, mm -hmm. you know, quite a bit about the Tell me about the journey yep. in the cannabis yeah. from from you watching this thing from the sidelines. Right. Yep. And, and you figure, oh, hell, this is what we do. Right. Yep. You it, can it, tell it, me. About yep, it. Exactly. Yeah. So we we sold two of our flexible packaging companies for right. a lot of money. And I had to work for the company that purchased it from us right. uh, for several years. And. They said, well, hey, you know, how about you take on the, the cannabis business? It's okay. too complicated for us. Yeah. Why don't we, and we'll supply you with packaging. Why don't you take a look at the cannabis business? And so we did. Mm -hmm. And we did some initial research. We saw that, you know, just like nuts and infant formula and other food products and pharmaceutical products, that we could quadruple the shelf life of cannabis. We could mm -hmm. protect the terpenes from oxidizing. We could protect so the, terpenes, the Nothing happens with your packaging. Yeah. Nothing well, happens well, with well, terpenes. Yeah, so terpenes and cannabinoids break down via an oxidative process. So if oxygen's present in the package, right. they're degrading about 17% per month, 17 to 25% per month. So by definition, your solution stops the aging of the stops the aging process uh -huh. right it stops it stops the oxidation process so terpenes cannabinoids are not oxidizing okay. they're not degradating right. and so for a long period of time up to a year we can make sure that the compliance of potency of those terpenes and cannabinoids stay on label okay without degradating below what ftc would consider yeah false advertising and we see this in cannabis packaging today because they're all atmospheric packaged okay thca breaks down into cbn and other components readily with oxygen present and when there's no oxygen present that reaction is stopped and um, but the main reason why we want to um, remove oxygen from the package is microbial growth. Okay. Cannabis is very fragile. It's very sensitive. It's high enough water activity where yeast, mold, and aerobic bacteria grow vegetatively, mm -hmm. and we have to control this growth. Yeah. In the food industry, we do it with refrigeration. We do it with pasteurization. Yeah. We do it with uh, you know, sterilization. Yeah. Cooking is a, is a methodology in food that that preserves it. And so what we forged out to, to, to figure out is how can we pasteurize a delicate, fragile product like cannabis? Right. If you look at it, funny terpenes blow off oh, and, uh, and uh, cannabinoids it's are- a very, It's a very alive plant. It really, right? It, 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 it has a personality it's also. Very dynamic. Yeah, the very dynamic it works. Absolutely. With flavor yeah. and, the, and, the, and the aromas are very, very fragile. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, they evaporate at, at room temperature if they're not enclosed in a sealed, in a sealed package. Really? Literally, through evaporation, yeah. you're losing terpenes constantly. And so preserving them, capturing them, and, and eliminating their degradation is really a key quality attribute. Yeah, in, in the cannabis industry. And so give me a real world example in the cannabis space 
where you your packaging, your solution came to the rescue. Well, cultivation, right? Okay. Right out of cultivation, we call it the eighth day program, the Vist eight day program. Okay. We would like to take the product on the eighth day of drying and curing. Why the eighth day? Um, because it's uh, every day you wait beyond eight days, yeah. the product is growing microbially. Okay. These mold bacteria are, are continuing to grow exponentially. So you'll take it before eight days? They, well, no, on the eighth day, because okay. we want it cured. Okay. We, we, want okay. It, we want it reasonably cured, and then uh -huh. we'll cryogenically pasteurize it, just using water vapor in cryogenic atmosphere. Right. And uh, within nine minutes, we have, uh, we have you know, fully pasteurized the product and um, brought it back down to, you know, brought it to atmospheric uh, temperature right. and, and, and oxygen level. And then we transfer it aseptically out of our cryopasteurization system directly into an aseptic filler so it doesn't get recontaminated yeah. with, you know, airborne bacteria, yeast, and mold that's floating around in the facility. Yeah. And then we aseptically package it at zero oxygen in high barrier packaging. And it's good for a crop year. Uh, really? Yeah, we take it's it's wow. on your shelf life. So yeah. we take an outdoor crop, yeah. and we pasture, kiss mm -hmm. pasteurize it, and aseptically, um, you know, pad package it in zero oxygen. Mm -hmm. It's good for one crop year. We've arrested all oxidation via oxygen. Okay. We typically put it in a light protected uh, package so okay. that we're not getting any photo oxidation. And so we've we've arrested the. Um, degradation components, and we've also removed all the oxygen, so bacteria, yeast, and mold cannot grow. So it's if I'm growing, if I am growing cannabis, and I'm in a, the market's volatile, mm -hmm. maybe I have an overstock, mm -hmm. and what do I do with my extra, Yeah, right, or, the, or the, the overstock? What do I do with it to preserve it so that I can literally look someone in the face and sell it and, and tell them they're getting exactly what I grew. Yep. From, you know, they, they and, call you. Yeah, they, they, they call us. So, so, so we, you know, what we like yeah. to do is we like to put everything, yeah. on, you know, in low oxygen, at, you know, storage because that's what's preserving it. And it's naturally preserving it, right? All we're doing is removing the oxygen from the atmosphere and putting that atmosphere into a package at very, very high purity levels. And, and, and because of that, right. we, we literally arrest all degradation of, of the product. You know, some enzymatic, you know, degradation yes. can occur, but we've arrested the terpene degradation, the flavor yeah. degradation, but most importantly, we're keeping bacteria from destroying the product, contaminating it, you know, with off flavors and, and, and other, uh, you know, negative attributes. And, and let's be honest, I mean, aspergillus and some of these pathogens, they readily grow in cannabis. It needs to be pasteurized. And you know, wow. milk has been pasteurized since 1906 for a reason, right. because it killed kids. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, pathogenic organisms in cannabis, they don't belong there. And okay. so the pasteurization standard that exists in about 25 states, either in their medical programs or in their recreational programs, you know, provide for pasteurization standards. There's some states that don't even quantitatively test. Really? Yes. And so... Uh, how, how does that work? How did that happen? You know, they, they made tests for a few pathogens, but yeah. there's 50 pathogens oh, come that on. grow. I know and, you long enough, Jim. Yeah. you got somebody working on that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we, we campaign for clean cannabis yeah. for consumers. Exactly. And consumers deserve it. They yeah. should be able to go to a dispensary and buy an eighth ounce of flour and smoke it without worrying about aspergillus contamination, right. with, uh, without having mycotoxins and aphitoxins growing in there, or endotoxins, which are byproducts of microbial growth. Right. These, these products don't have, th these contaminants don't have any business in cannabis. 
Got especially it. for inhaled products. Especially when it doesn't have to be there. Yeah, it doesn't. And, and, and everybody, from a wellness perspective now, is watching what goes into their body, and they want to control that. It's nice to know that you're doing what you are doing. So let's talk about the business a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your, your company, how many people you got in there? Yeah, about 30 people. About 30 people. About 30 people. And you serve in yep. all these industries. Yeah, well, we service via franchising, you know, cryogenic pasteurization and aseptic packaging. So we have partners in Canada. Okay. Various uh, states that are franchisees that, okay. uh, that uh, you know, operate our equipment and they have territories where they, you know, are, yeah, you know. Like a true franchise. Uh, two franchise. They set, they're set up in a service center with a cultivation partner. Okay. And they bring in dirty product from other cultivators uh-huh. and cryogenically pasteurize it and aseptically package it mm-hmm. and return it to those customers in professional high barrier packaging with crop beer for time. Have all your franchisers, have they bought into the cannabis yeah. part of your business? Oh, yes, they have. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Not, not just cannabis, they're expanding, they're expanding. In, in, our, in our cannabis business. Right. So, so this is growth for them. Yeah. This, this is how they look they, at This is a, you know, a, our, our franchiser has brought us an opportunity. Yeah, fran- yeah franchisor brought us a franchise business mm-hmm. that's not just one item, it's cryogenic pasteurization, it's yeah. aseptic packaging, it's microbial testing yeah. capabilities. Yeah. So providing microbial testing capabilities to regular grows and help yeah. to train them and with our test kits to be able to enumerate their own microbiology levels in their own yeah. products. And it helps them to produce better products because they can see, oh, this is a little bit more contaminated. Let me use the swab testing from this to find where this contamination is. Right. So we know what to clean. We know where to clean. We have a nebulization technology that, that uh, also uh, kills uh, you know, airborne contaminants and surface contaminants. Yeah. Uh, very, very effective. So we provide a suite of tools and services for cultivators and processors okay. uh, to make the best, highest quality cannabis possible. Do you have some of your some of the, those the franchise organizations here today? Yeah, okay, we have several customers yeah, that, so that are here. Yeah. That you do. Mm-hmm. Now, so you you and your brother, your family, you designed this equipment. Yeah, we right. Uh, we and so how do you so you make sure because they're franchised that they have exactly what you have? Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our machines are UL five hundred eight. You know, listed, engineered uh, with you know, PID loops and sophisticated PLCs. They're very robust machines. The same machines that we delivered, you know, to pharmaceutical companies and food companies all over the world. Tell me about the people in your your company. Yeah. A lot of engineers, a lot, a lot of scientists. Of, yeah. yeah, food scientists. Well, food scientists, yeah, you know, data scientists, data uh, marketing, uh-huh. marketing experts, and so that's uh, you know, it's been been a lot of fun. Is it quiet there? It's it's busy, busy. <laughs> it is busy. Well, there, you know, to me, there's nothing more fun than yeah. you know than you know sketching a drawing yeah. and watching that drawing turn into a live machine solving customers' problems. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's that's, that's, that's why you done. wake up in the morning. That's what that's what we've done for. 30 what is the time. culture like? What what what? Yeah, I mean, if I walked in there and the, you know, what family would it be like family income, family people or family. These people have been with us for some of them for 35 years. Yeah. They've why, been with why us and with you that long. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know you got people that's been with you from the beginning. Yeah. It's family culture. Uh huh. Right? You treat people like family and pretty yeah. and, and their family. Right. And it's uh, it's 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 even even in our big public nut company, it's yeah. still a family type organization, family uh-huh. run, family controlled, but okay. public public company. And yeah. And again, in in that company. 35, 40 year tenures. People spend their whole careers with us. And yeah. And and. They're they're part of our family, you know, trusted, loved, cared about. 
So the, when you go to hire someone, how do you know it's going to fit? Um, well, you, you, you don't. It's okay. Sometimes it's like flipping a that coin. That's such an honest answer. Yeah. I love that answer. You, you don't. You, you don't know. Yeah. But, but what do you look for to, to, to increase your probability of success? Yeah. Integrity, yeah. honesty, uh-huh. you, know, right. and, you know, some ambition, and, mm-hmm. and um, you, know, you know, someone that wants to be part of a team. Right, you know, a, a team, a, a team, uh-huh. a high high tech team, uh-huh. right? Because we're doing families are teams, right? Yeah, families are teams. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, our, our systems, you know, use liquid nitrogen, liquid argon. I mean, they're right. sophisticated pieces of equipment. So we need people. We we want people for the long haul. We really want to make sure that they feel comfortable in our work environment. Yeah. They fit in with the the culture, and they're here for a long time because we're long term. Because we have a big investment in them to train them yeah. on the systems, on the technology technology on the packaging so uh, in the process this is this is fascinating to me because it's such a technical thing mm-hmm. now i understand that most of the people you'd be talking with would be technical but what's the process you take them through right to 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 get to the point where you believe they have what you're looking for and they'll fit with the rest of the family. Yep. Right? Yep. So what's the process you take them? Yeah, well, so, so normally they come in, you know, through uh-huh. through HR and fill out, you know, applications. And then, right. you know, I'll I'll meet them. Several of our team members will meet them. Right. We'll bring them in for a second interview and introduce them to, you know, the basics of microbiology, make sure they're comfortable with some of the science and okay. and not afraid to, you know, use an automatic pipetter and actually yeah. plate out, you know, a, a, a hemp sample or, or a cannabis sample. Yeah. And um, and so um, the, the, in the in the process is, is, is a two-way street because at the same time that we're interviewing them, they're interviewing us. And we want to make of sure course. they're comfortable yeah. with, uh, with our environment and, uh-huh. and, and the space and... And, and working in cannabis and or hemp business, even though we're not a tier one cannabis company, we're a supplier to that industry. And That's right. People have to be comfortable with that. Yeah. And uh, has that been a big issue? No, it has not. It has not. I mean, there's there seems to be an uh, ambition towards cannabis and an okay. interest level, of, you know, attract people to it. You know, there's a curiosity. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then once they're on our team, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're uh, they're they're very comfortable. Uh, there we we have nice work environment and uh, and you know we take care of people. So is everybody in in the Chicago area. Um, well, Chicago area we have operations in Denver. Denver. Um, we have okay. uh, offices in Montreal. Okay. Big service center in uh, Montreal, Canada. Okay. So uh, yeah, we we're we're in quite a few places. How'd you choose Montreal? Um, my my partner. Uh, yeah. You know, a, a branding expert in oh, the okay. uh, in the shoe and in, in fashion space. And Montreal was um, a fashion. Place. Yep, it really is. Yeah, re- re- beautiful city, and yeah. and uh, you know the the plants, the the cannabis cultivating facilities in Canada are very very high end facilities. Okay, you know it all falls under Canadian pharmacopoeia laws, so it's more like a pharmaceutical approach than cultivation approach. Okay, so this is that uh, you know the U.S. The science really gets involved. Yeah, the science gets involved, and they uh-huh. have you know tighter standards. They have pasteurization standards for all of Canada. Yeah, um, much of which are are you know are implemented for like I said about half the states. Yeah, um, in cannabis. So, what's your vision for your your company? Yep. Over the next year or two. Yeah. What, what, are you, what are you guys trying to yeah. accomplish? Well, we're going to continue to build out the franchise or model okay. for, you know, for franchising, you know, to cultivators, you know, the 800 cultivators in Colorado, 6,000 cultivators in California. Okay. And we want to make cryopasteurization 
affordable and accessible to large grows and to small grows yeah. and cultivators. And yeah, I think small grows are suffering a little yeah. bit. Yeah, small grows are suffering. Because the price is expensive. Yep, price To price get price. all of that technology and science yep. into it, a small arena. Yep. Exactly. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. They yeah. couldn't afford to buy the equipment. The equipment's, you know, six, seven hundred thousand dollars right. uh, you know, to acquire. And it it's uh you know, and so for a small grow, they're not gonna be able to, mm-hmm. you know, afford uh such a big capital investment. So we make it available through our franchise franchisee network. Okay. And they can bring their cannabis to a service center and get the same cryopasteurization service and aseptic packaging service that the big guys who can afford the equipment uh, have. And so, again, providing clean cannabis to consumers is really the goal and, and make it safe. You go to a grocery store, you buy a gallon of milk, you don't have to worry about your kid dying. Right. We can't say that in every every dispensary yeah. in every state because there is high levels of contamination. So is, is this a state decision? Of it's a state decision a, about the... It's a state regulatory decision. Okay. Yep. The okay. state regulators in, in, impose the standards, you know, whether it's 10,000 yeah. CFU for yeast and mold and, and uh, 10,000 CFU or less for aerobic bacteria. Yeah. Those are what we call pasteurization standards. Okay. To put it in perspective for you, we regularly test product on dispensary shelves at over 1 million colonies per cigarette, per joint. Okay. And these are alarming numbers in the food world. Anything above 100,000 yeah. colonies is not fit for human consumption and goes to animal feed or other <laughs> avenues. It's yeah. not fit for human consumption. And and, so, and we're getting it. And we're getting it. And, and we're getting it. So, so do you have somebody working with cannabis law and regulation as these new as these states open up or somebody so you can get this written into yeah, the corner. Yeah. well well yeah. We, we we are just in the beginning phases of really getting much more involved with state regulators part of it was just yeah. just letting them know hey uh-huh. cryogenic pasteurization we use water vapor not chemicals not irradiation mm-hmm. not you know you know hydrogen peroxide we're using water vapor mm-hmm. and do you have a show and tell kind of thing you do to make sure people can really see yes. the impact yep. that, of before and after yep. product. Yep. You our, do that? Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. our sales and service center in, right. in Schaumburg, Illinois, is state-of-the-art tech center with a clean room for... You'll bring them in? Yep. Bring, we'll, we'll bring state them. regulators in? Yep. Like, hey, and come we'll, watch this. We'll, we'd, uh-huh. we'd love to have them, uh, you know, always invited. Um, because, you know, we, we've been in the food and pharma industry right. for 35 right. years. You get it. And, and we know yep. what needs to happen in cannabis, and, right. and, um, and we're going to make that happen. That's... Awesome. This has been the most technical conversation that I've had in a long time, but one of the most fun conversations I had in a long time. And it's all because of you. Yeah. Well, Jim, that. Yeah. my guest today, Jim Sanfilippo, he is the CEO, the CEO yes. of this lab, of the Vist Labs. And that was a joy. Thank you so much Thank- for being here with us. And I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. And I tell you, Plant Profits has come to Miami. We're almost there. We're almost done, but we're having a great time. And And I want you guys to find the podcast. Find the podcast anywhere you get your podcast, okay? Amazon, anywhere you get your podcast. Find it. Take a listen to it, download it, find this particular one with Jim that we had today. 
And also, my company, Protus, really take a look at Protus Global. Take a look at Protus Global on the web, P-R-O-T-I-S, global.com, and really take a look and see how we are building companies and, and the process of building companies. We're changing people's lives. That's really important. So thank you very much for being here with us in Miami at Benzinga. Thank you very much. See you next time. Thanks. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.